How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Welcome, everybody. We have a special, very special guest today. Well, he's more like family to us in TRM, not really a guest yes, anymore. Man. He's just a remarkable man, a dad to, I think, 15 children. I'm just bugging you, Alvin. <laughs> um, a, a dad to many children and a wonderful husband, an entrepreneur. He's been around the uh, fitness world, the therapist world for, I think, 28 years, maybe even longer now. Um, he has his own clinic. He's been a coach. He's been a mentor. He has been everything, basically, you can think of. And we're just thankful to have him as a TRM leader uh, with our group. Mm -hmm. Thankful to have this man. And uh, Mr. Alvin Brown, how are you doing? We actually call him Chocolate Thunder, if you guys don't know him, TRM. Yeah. You know? Yes. How are you doing, buddy? I am bringing the thunder, my little latte, vanilla latte. <laughs> what you saying? <laughs> All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, thanks for that great intro. Love it. You know, I think if Jamie was here right now, I think she might actually uh, give you a little run for your money on those pearly whites. Um, yeah. right there. Um, there you go. You know, Jamie has pearly whites, but bro, your pearly whites, uh, I don't hey. know who would win that battle, bro. You know, I need your background and I'll show them up even more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, sir. it is a pleasure to have you, buddy. And I love that uh, family background, the journey to personal greatness podcast, yeah. just all that goodness in your background. It's all the goodness, brother, all the goodness. And I'm just, you know, joining your team is making, adding some little sugar to make it even sweeter. So oh, looking forward to it, man. You know, you listeners guys are getting kind of like a unique little perspective because as you can tell, Alvin and I, um, you know, we just, Alvin cut this thing going. He can rhyme like he's got the best rhymes ever and almost like a rapper, <laughs> you know, and I'll get these woman of voice notes from over WhatsApp, just like introducing me uh, through the vanilla latte sequence. And I just, you guys are going to get a taste of that today. So, hey, hey, if they're, if it's good, if they're good, if you're good to me, maybe I know. <laughs> so our topic today is longevity and relevance in the fitness world for many years decades for you mr yeah. alvin brown and obviously it's one of the areas you know all too well and it's a topic that we want to bring in because he you know he's been around for almost three decades so he knows mm -hmm. the industry so i'll kind of just pass the the baton over to you bro if you don't mind to kind of share a little bit about what that means to you for longevity and relevance you know in in your industry yeah, you know, when you, when you, this is a great question. I never even, you know, thought about it until you pose it to me and, and now I'm giving it some thought. But, you know, I've been really and truly from my martial arts days and my dance days and my this days and back, you know, teenager. And then I just transitioned that into wanting to help people. That was my passion. I want to help people to level up. Once I finished my, my passion. I had a passion for just life, to get the most from life, to squeeze the most from life, to enjoy myself. Because if you look at my background, my my personal background, my sports, athletics, it's always been something where I'm putting myself on the edge, uh, you know, challenging myself constantly. Here I am, 16-year-old in high school, met my wife, now my wife, met my girlfriend at the time. She was dancing, and I thought, you know what? Let's try it out. So here I am, 16 years old, 
in ballet tights and ballet shoes on stage in front of hundreds looking and competing and, and doing tap dance when I didn't even know really how to tap. I was, you know, I just like to push myself to that edge. And I just think you should get the most out of life, get the most juice. And, and so when I thought of going into wellness, fitness, whatever, I started as a personal trainer in a gym. And I just wanted to make people better, want to make life exciting because I just believe we should level up, level up our game. Too many times we let our standards drop. We, we accept the idea that, oh, I'm a father, mother or whoever. I'm too old. I'm, you know, I'm professional now. I can't do this or I can't do that. And I challenge myself constantly and I challenge my clients to level up. Raise your standards for yourself. You know, raise your standards for what you believe you deserve because too many times we just get, we get old in our mind first before we get physically old. And so I believe in leveling up. So when you talk about longevity, I think it's always keeping your standards high, challenging yourself, raising your standards for what you see for you 10 years from now. Who, who is Matt, Matthew 10 years from now? What does he look like? What's he behaving like? How's he showing up? You know, have that vision, you know? So I think that's the biggest thing is having a vision for yourself, what you want to show up like. There is no, for me, there's no retirement. There's a transition. I'm not going to be doing the amount of time I put in to, I used to do ridiculous hours. And thank God I had a partner who understood my nutty hours. But now I want something different. And in 10 years from now, I'm going to want something different again. But none of it involves lawn bowling and, and, and slowing down. I mean, I hear pickleball is great, but I'm not interested yet. Right? So... That's 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 I think how you have longevity is to create that vision and start moving towards it. I want to bring up a topic that I think a lot of the big name people come to you for advice and mentoring on mm -hmm. is, you know, you're still married after what thirty how, how many years thirty Six, years thirty six years yeah you got what well, I said eighteen kids that was obviously a joke but oh, like yeah, what, exactly. is it four or five it is it is uh, four kids but you know what you're not I wouldn't even joke about that it's fifteen because the way my relationship is with, I'm a big one on relationships and mentoring. So you could pretty much say I had a lot of kids when it, cause I have a lot of young men and young women too, who, who look to me as a mentor, you know, um, because I, they can sense that I, I I'm passionate about it. So yeah, I have, I have four biological, but you're not lying when you say I have more. <laughs> So we're, we're, we kind of go to Alvin guys for that. Like, how do you balance all this stuff with the kids with, you know, being married for 36 years and mm -hmm. having a thriving clinic and, you know, a top mentor in the world right now. And in, in a certain, in a certain audience, obviously that you serve your mm -hmm. podcast, everything. So my question is like, if you were to give advice to people right now mm -hmm. on the line who are got the kids, got the family, got the business, how have you been able to keep longevity going for this long and still being this relevant 28 years later with yeah. the family and everything going on? Yeah, great question. Great question. And I think, first of all, I'm not going to, I can't bypass this and say you, a good partnership is key. Great partnership is key. You know, my mentor, my other mentor, older mentor, he says, uh, he always jokes, but not, he says, you married up. And that's what we do. You know, Matt, and I know you married up. You have, uh, you know, behind every great 
person, man or woman, who's out there, there's someone in the back end typically supporting that growth and that leveling up. So I knew if I wanted a family, we made a deal. Okay, I'm going to go out and chop wood and do all of that. Is this what you want to do? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, that's what I want to do. And okay, we made a deal. And I would, I though, Matt, here's the thing. One thing you have to come to grips with as a couple, as a partner, and even just yourself, if you're solo, come to grips with it. You're going to make a decision. What do you want? Time flies fast. And one thing I knew is that I can't go back. I can't go back and see the recitals. I can't go back and watch that football game, that baseball game. I can't go back and do that because they grow and they're grown now. It went so quick for me. So I made a decision. I'm going to delay some of my, you know, sometimes when I got out of, when I got out of school, I thought I'm going to end up with a team or go to the Olympics. I had these traveling visions of the ego said, I want to be on that team, you know, work with the Raptors or work with whoever. And, but I knew that that would take me away. You have, I, I know someone who works for the, who went to the Olympics for maybe three, four Olympics with teams and it took him away. And I know my neighbor now is, he worked for the Detroit Red Wings and he works for the Leafs and it took him away. So I knew those things were costs that you would have to pay. So I said, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to delay gratification and fingers crossed things, something's out of your hand health wise. I'm here and I will make up for it then. And that's what's happening right now is I am, uh, you know, I paid the dues with my kids and it was enjoyable. It was went really fast. We did the camping. I, I didn't miss a recital. I didn't miss a game. While, but you know, the beauty of having a deal like that with your partner is that your partner will then support you even more on your vision for where you're going for. If the if your partner knows that part of your decision making involves your the ecosystem. Your partner will support that, but it's it's when somebody wants this and they want that and they they're giving up this to get you can it can be a win win, but it has to be intentional and thought out, and may you know sit and make a make a conversation with your partner whoever is involved in your life because it's an ecosystem, and that could be anybody. It it you want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Then you can do it with peace and you can do it with power. And it's not a distraction. Wow. Yeah. How would you define the word winning to you? Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Yeah, winning. Winning for me, personally, me, is going back in your mind and, and checking all your personal boxes. That makes you have no regrets. Mm -hmm. So, and that's your own list your own personal list of things that you won't regret. You yeah. won't regret. And if you can check that box and say, you know, no, good. That's good. That's good. Uh, you're winning. You're winning the game. You're winning the game because you have no regrets. But it's it's giving up something, whether it be a win, a real a win of something, but you lost something in the process that you value equally as much or maybe more but you went for the other prize so i think you can sleep at night if you don't do that you mentioned to me on a call a while back how 
in your clinic right now, you have people coming to you for 10, 15, 20 years sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. back yeah. to you over and over again. Big names, all kinds of incredible people. And mm -hmm. really, you never had to really market very much because you just you mm -hmm. focused much on people. So yeah. can you share that? Because that's part of the longevity, I think, relevance thing in today's topic and how valuable that's been for you, what you've done to achieve that over mm -hmm. so long a period of time. So when when I think about that question, I think about this word aspirational. Right? Aspirational. When when I think back to my clients and the way I converse with them and the way I interact with my clients, I want them to be, I want them to leave and feel as if they're going to be better people. The future looks great. I speak into them. I speak into them when they come in, especially if you have a goal of some kind. I love people with goals. Those are people I vibe with because it's too energy draining to start at 101, believe in the goal. I want you to believe in a goal. Oh, yes, it works. No, I like people already have them, and I don't have to drag you to just believing. So if you already have something in your mind, you and I are going to get along real great because I'm going to light it on fire. I'm going to light it on fire. You're going to leave, guaranteed. You will leave re-inspired. Mm. And it also inspires me. So it's not a one-way street, not like I'm giving, giving, giving and draining myself. I'm, I'm actually, you and I are vibing at the same level and i'm leaving you better than when you came in so that's what i find people while they hang around because everybody's looking they're looking for someone something even great people as we look at them they're the, they're the people who need it most actually some people think oh they're already good you know they don't need yeah they need more motivation think about yourself right some people come and see matthew and think oh he's got it i don't have to no matthew needs he needs to be inspired, reignited again, you know, every so often because it, he's putting out a lot. So, yeah, so when that's the reason I can hold on to somebody, I feel, for decades. And because I'm growing, I'm looking to level up. So if those people are looking to level up, we're going to get along. That's right? amazing. I love that. Can you share an experience in your past that a personal experience that you had to go through to really, I guess it could be a painful, it could be even a learning curve process mm -hmm. for you that really kind of woke you up to the importance of longevity and the importance of relationships, you know, with your business and everything else in general. Was there a story or a memory you have in the past that kind of that stuck as a lesson for you or a learning lesson for you over the years? Mm -hmm. You know, there's always, there's a, you know, one thing I'm, I think I'm great at is I, and I shared this with you before is running a movie forward, right? I don't stop at the moment. So when I go to make decisions, long-term decisions, I roll the movie forward. What's going to be like if I do this now? Yeah. My, a mentor of mine said this quote, he said, your, your future creates your present. Okay. So whatever you want to be in the future do it now do it now because it's going to create your so your future drives your present well your present actions so i'm always mindful of what what am i going to become what am i becoming mm. for some reason i don't know why that's been a thing for me and so when you when to answer your question one of my motivators possibly could be i saw how my father lived his life 
Okay, my father died alone. Someone, I think they found him. He was Mark John Doe. I think we put a we put a um, a, a post, a head post thing on his grave 20 years later it was a it was a number it was a number and I actually took a picture of the number and i have it somewhere because i want to write a book on that because one of my favorite authors robin sharma i think either wrote a book or he has a quote that he says who will cry when you die who's gonna cry who's gonna be there and so for me building relationships and and really being mindful of because I'm a big one. This week, I'm going to give a conversation with your group, with the Platinum Group on communication, effective communication. And I tell you, words, they really matter. What you say, they stick with you forever. So I'm really mindful of how I interact with people. What, is, what do I want from the relationship? What do I want from a relationship with you? And I, every time we interact and every time I treat you, with the outcome that I want, with the with the relationship that I want. If I don't want a relationship with you, then you mm. and I aren't talking. I don't waste my time too much um, because it's not fruitful. It's not going to be beneficial to be you and I. So it's not like I ignore you, but I don't put a lot of energy into the relationship as much. But when I care about a relationship, I know this relationship is beneficial, mutually beneficial. Yeah. I'm mindful of what I say. I'm mindful of how I interact with you. Because words, actions, they last forever. So I would say that the, the, to summarize it, take care, be mindful of those relationships you care about. Really care for them. Really don't be aloof about, don't mm -hmm. be lazy with your language. Don't be lazy with the interaction. Because everything you do, everything you say matters long term. And if you want that respect, it's earned, not given. Love is earned, not given. You know, all the things that matter is earned every day, every day. You know, it's not given to you. Like if you're a father, mother, you earn that title, in my opinion. You don't just get it by mm -hmm. having a baby. You earn that respect. You earn, you, are, you as a leader, Matt, you're earning, you earn it. You don't just walk in and somebody calls you. They can call you a boss and take the money, the paycheck, or you know get what they need from you. But if they really truly call you a leader, and and I, you gotta earn it. It's earned, not given. So I earn it every day. I earn it with you. I earn it with the people I'm around. And and yeah, every day I go out to earn it. So here's something I wanna I wanna dive in with you on that if we take the bigger names you've worked with over the years, the Ben's, the J's, the Ronnie's and so forth. Yeah. One thing that always intrigued me about you is they always come back. You know, they always come back. They the thing for you. Like we're talking, yeah. it, it was 10 years ago. They're, I'm coming back to Alvin again, you know, even Fulag, yeah. you know, yeah. why do you think that is? Again, it's that, uh, you know, um, recently Ben sent me, Ben in particular sent me a, a great message. And every so often Fuad will send me, Whenever I nudge him, Fuad is not as he's he's closed. He's a bit more closed than with his feelings than uh, say Ben. Ben at times will send out a message, Fuad. But when you when you nudge Fuad, he will, you know, reveal to you that he has this deep, deep caring feeling for you, 
right? So um, a lot of them, when I talk to them, it's about the consistency, I think, for me, me being consistently myself. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you talk to me 10 years from now, Matt, you're not going to see a different me. If you were to come to my house, you're not going to see a different Alvin. You're not going to, you, it's very rare. Like, you know, what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. So it's being consistent. That's how people will always, they know when they call you, the same person. 10, 20 years from now, I know where I can go to find that same certainty, that certainty that I need in that, in Matthew. You know, if I call Matthew 20, 20 years from now, we, oh man, it's like we never left. It's like, ah, oh, same. So it's nice to go home again. You mentioned the word consistency, you know, which kind of is, you know, very important. And I think that, you know, when you look at everything in your life, you look at your children, your wife, your business, your clinic, your coaching, your mentoring that you do, your podcast, your Journey to Personal Greatness, guys. By the way, if you mm -hmm. guys haven't checked it out, go follow that episode, guys, or that whole podcast because Alvin's got gold nuggets on that podcast, guys. Plug that, by the way, Journey to Personal Greatness, right, right Alvin? Journey to Personal yeah, Greatness. Great. Yeah, exactly. You got it on all the all the platforms. All the platforms, guys. Check that mm -hmm. one out for sure. And um, But I guess going back into longevity and relevance in the industry, because now it's almost like you're taking the next step with your, you know, your, everything with, you know, like evolving again. Yeah. And you said to me, you know, Matt, I'm, you mentioned to me one thing that kind of caught my attention and really kind of made me, taught me a lesson. You're always a student. You're always learning. You're always trying to become better. Can you yeah. make that elaborate more deeper on that? Yeah, you know, and that's the thing for you, Matt, just a little pump up on as well as every general was once a soldier. Okay, and and, and knowledge uh, sometimes can be a knowledge. That, you know what those people say, I know everything. I know, I know, I know. Well, knowledge can create a blind spot for you. When you already know someone or something, you stop looking. And that is the demise. That is the start of downgrade. Because you can't know everything. You can't know everything about everything. And even the word I know is weird. Because I thought I knew Matt. Or you even thought you knew your kids. How many people? How many people listening to this? How they have kids, mm -hmm. and maybe they're young, or maybe older, or maybe their partner. Who knows? Uh, anybody? Just think about it. You thought you knew your sister, your brother. Let's put it that way. You thought you knew them, but he did a little ninety degree on you, and you said, "Man, I thought I knew them." You see, because you stop looking at the other qualities there, or maybe even someone you, the per someone listening. There's a desire you have to. You've been playing out this role of someone for your whole life, but you want to be, this is what you truly want to be. And when you go to make that move, you have people pushing you back, trying to pull you back to who you, who they think you were because they thought they knew you and they stopped looking at all the other qualities that you brought to the table. They, they stopped looking at your greatness because they know you. And sometimes some people, friends, especially if you grew up with them, they want you to remain what they thought they knew. So they'll pull you back. They'll try to pull you back to that certainty because everybody loves certainty. And when you make me uncertain, when you make me, un, it's, I'm uncomfortable. And you also may make me want to live my own journey. So I want to keep you exactly where you are. So, you know, the, the certainty is key. Certainty is key to that evolution. And that's something that um, 
for you, Matt, you know, that's something that you you are able to be a leader, a really humble leader and a servant leader. But then you're able to become a student. You you morph, you chameleon into a student seamlessly and let others evolve. A, a person that I know that I collaborate with, he, he has this love acronym, L-O-V-E, let others voluntarily evolve, right? And that's what you're great at is letting, you know, kids, TRM is me, but hey, you speak, you input, you, you crowdsource. And, but then you take back the leadership and no one wants to actually take your leadership because you give so many people the platform to, there's no, I don't feel any competition. So no one has to compete with you. So there's no, there's no uh, pressure. So that's, you know, when it comes to, uh, that whole leadership piece, that's the key, I think, you know, is to um, how do you be humble and balance between the two? And, and you do that well. And that's a, that's a key thing to being a great leader is becoming a student, always being a student and allowing, let others evolve. Let, even with my kids, even with my kids, that's a big thing. Kids, for anybody out there who have kids, I don't know where you are with your kids, but I'll tell you, they will break you. They will break any things you have about what you believe parenting should be, what you believe, you know, all the norms and cultures that you grew up with. They're going to break them because it's a different time they live in. They will break you. They will break them. But if you allow them, actually, to let you bend and flex, you will also grow. And so kids will kids will humble you. They will bend you. So whatever you have, if you're rigid, you're going to break, but you're flexible enough, you can work with them. And, and it'll work out. It'll work out beautiful. They'll they'll be around you forever. And it'll be a nice relationship. So a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of firmness, a little let go, a little pull. It's a dance. Mr. Alvin Chocolate Thunder Brown, it has been an absolute pleasure, my man. The time at literally just flew by as if it was like 25 minutes ago. And yep. as we both know, we could talk for the next two or three hours, but we're going to have you back many times to come here in the next uh, months to come there, brother. And uh, so guys, sign off here, guys. Go follow this gentleman, Alvin Brown. Go follow his chocolate goodness over there as Instagram and his Facebook page. Subscribe to his podcast uh, during, during a personal greatness podcast show and follow our podcast, the TRM Multiplier Show as well. We are also on platforms as well for you guys. So, Alvin, thank you again. I appreciate you, brother. We'll see you soon. You got Always it, brother. You got it, man. Peace and love, bro.